0: This is CliffCentral.com
1: Very good morning to you. My name is Jonathan Sinclair. I'm standing in for Dr. Cindy Van Sale on this edition of the Health Hour. Being December, I think it's only fair that we give our doctors a break. And so I'll be standing in for the next couple of weeks. But today we are looking at some really important health issues. And uh, being the December season, I think it's only fair that we uh point and look at our stress levels and you may think that at this time of the year your stress levels are coming down maybe your anxiety levels but actually in general and i think we've all heard of the statistics that at this time of the year stress actually does go up um i know there's increased uh, levels of suicide and attempted suicide and depression and anxiety so we're going to be talking to dr arin van der Mava, and uh, she is going to be telling us how we can better manage our stress and uh in the 21st century I think you cannot avoid stress it's part of your everyday life and I think if you want to be successful Uh, In uh, Whether it's your career In your family life You are going to have to put up with some level of stress So we're going to be looking at that And then in the second half of the show I'm going to be talking about a new technology That has come to South Africa It's the first time it's been in South Africa And it's a non-invasive drug testing technology So normally, traditionally If uh, a teen uh, were suspected of using drugs uh, The only way would be to take them to the doctor To get a urine test Or to get a blood test And it really is a mission It can cost money, it can take long periods of time. But now, with this new technology, you can test for drugs without being invasive. So you don't actually need anything from the person's body. So we're going to be talking to Russell Hutton about that. Uh, We've also got a mom who's going to be joining us in studio whose son has battled with meth addiction. So she really knows firsthand what it means to have to stay on top of your child or your loved one and how testing can become a routine thing. But you need better and more effective ways of doing that. But before we get ahead of ourselves, let's introduce Dr. Arin. Dr. Arin, welcome to Health Hour. Thank you for joining us.
2: It's only a pleasure.
1: No, Dr. Rin, um you have quite an extensive CV. I know <laughs> you're an author. I know you deal with uh, diabetes and you have uh, tips on stress management. Won't you just introduce yourself to us?
2: Yes, I'll do so. Um, I'm Irene Fonamava. I've been a medical doctor for many, many years. But for the past 20 years, I've specialized in integrative medicine and also natural medicine and stress management. I've been doing a lot of work in around workplace wellness because that's where one could really effectively, first of all, determine the health risks, but then also through various processes of health coaching, then give people the right interventions so that they can actually learn to manage their health risks. And of course, one of the major factors in workplace wellness is Stress uh, Mm -hmm. or distress rather So that's a huge focus I've also written a book called Stress Solutions And then a relaxation CD with the same name To give people some basic stress management tips Because as you so rightly said This time of year People's stress levels are high They want to finish, get things done Get those stringent deadlines behind them And go on holiday But Interestingly enough, in my 20 years experience, that after the holidays, I see most stress in patients that come to see me. Also, when I go to the workplace setting to do stress management courses and workshops, stress levels are high. And it's quite interesting is in that um, people go on holiday with all these huge expectations. It's a whole year's holiday that they've got to catch up with in a week or two. And also they would often be going into situations that they're not used to for the whole year. In other words, they might be with family and all the family skeletons are jumping out of closets. Mm -hmm. Families or, you know, the smaller um, family go together. Partners go together on holiday, whereas during the year they don't have that much to do with each other. So there are a lot more in each other's company. So all those little niggling things that people have sort of suppressed the whole year are Mm -hmm. tending to pop out. And then, of course, when you get back to work, you've got your inbox to um, consider. So then the work is as though it's just waited for you to come back. So there are things that people can do during the holiday period and thereafter to learn to manage their stress. Because ultimately, when we have loads of stress and we suppress it, it doesn't go away. It tends to pop out. It's like mm, a dormant volcano. It vul- yes, yeah. it's like a dormant volcano mm. that would then manifest in specific diseases or unease, which is what we call health challenges in wellness terminology. But there you would find that it would manifest in the genetic weak link. So where there are already a predisposition, that it would be their system where you would find the stress that would manifest in the heart, blood sugar, where you would then get diabetes, metabolic syndrome, which is diabetes, one of the symptoms, but also just depression, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. or dysthymia, which is a mild depression, is also just from being overwhelmed by stress.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, as human beings, um, I would imagine that, Stress is a necessary part of our survival. Yes. So is it fair to say that if you have stress in your life it's normal and it's not a bad thing?
2: No, stress is absolutely essential for us to not only survive but also to thrive. There The fact is, as you said, we're human beings, not human doings. Mm. So we tend to forget that. And it's not to say that you shouldn't have stress. If you have to go out here and hit the brakes to prevent an accident, it's your stress survival mechanism that's in the old reptilian brain. So that's very much what we share literally with reptiles. It's the survival response. It's instinctual. We hit the brakes without giving it a second thought. But if we bring that state of stress, which is a fearful Mm. state, worry, guilt, um, concern, panic even, we put our bodies in that survival mode all the time and our bodies can't cope. Our adrenal glands get exhausted. That's what adrenal fatigue is because it simply can't keep up with the adrenaline, the short-term stress hormone, but also cortisol, which is the long-term one. That's actually the culprit when it comes to inflammation and all our chronic health challenges or diseases. So on a day-to-day basis, we've got to make sure that we stay in positive stress that's where we're creative and productive and actually joyful Mm -hmm. we need stress, I mean if you're going or you're planning your own year end party it's stressful, but that's Good stress, you know. Mm -hmm. So, if you go out of balance and you go into a severe panic because of stress being too much, then you will come down with a cold, which often happens this time of the year. It's like your immune system, very sensitive to stress, has kept everything together for your deadlines. Now you go on holiday and it just gives in and you get cold sores or
0: Mm. flu.
2: So, it's very important to look after yourself. Also, Doing your exercise, it's great for getting rid of all those stress chemicals that mm-hmm. accumulate. Also meditation to really sit and just be a human being for a few minutes a day. It balances out the whole day. Those little, you know, stresses and strains. So there are many things. Then using the correct food supplements, very important. And then exercise that's mindful, like yoga, Pilates, mm-hmm. even dancing, where you really focus on your movements and you have the joy of that movement and the music. It's a great stress reliever.
1: So let's just I think remember that it does all come down to hormones at the end of the day. So I think keeping those stress hormones, I know you mentioned cortisol, which is the long-term stress hormone. Now, exercise and things which releases endorphins can all uh, battle that. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to what's going on inside our brains in terms of hormones. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, and actually it's more than what goes on in the brain. It's actually what goes on in our mind, which actually extends from the brain, but it's also the whole body because informational substances is actually what's called in the you know in these days for hormones anything that carries a message from one side of the body to the other Mm. is called an informational substance and it moves along the matrix which is our collagen fibers the fine collagen fibers and it's instantaneous so very important to understand that how we feel inside is actually peptides the Sort of building blocks of mm-hmm. proteins Or amino acids And those specific amino acids are strung Together like a bead And depending on how many The number of little um, Beads that there are And how it's tooled around In first just one, one tool, in two and three Determines the specific Peptide Now a peptide is anything from two to A hundred um, Of these amino acids and then from 100 to 199 is a polypeptide and then from 200 over it becomes a protein. So these peptides are biochemical messenger molecules, Candice Pert called them molecules of emotion, and they are made according to how we think and then feel. And these Peptides, also called, they were first identified in the brain, the receptors for endorphins, as you said. So that's why they're called neuropeptides, but they're not actually. They're made in our white blood cells, in our heart. Our heart is actually more of a brain than what mm. the brain is, which is quite interesting. Sure. So our whole body mind feels the way we do. And if our internal milieu or our internal environment or homeostasis is one of you know, being tightly wound up like mm-hmm. a coil, then it's stressful and the body defaults to its instinctual drive of survival. Fight and flight mm-hmm. or cold and hunger is another default mode. So we need from our own, and it's actually wonderful, it's so hopeful is that we can actually control it by becoming aware how we feel and then using techniques to change it so that we become more calm and relaxed, and therefore more productive and creative.
1: So it's interesting to me that the biological things that you've explained now, so for instance the peptides, all originate from thoughts. So the thought is the first thing that actually then creates those biological substances. Yes. So we actually do have control over it because it isn't almost the biology that comes first. It's the way we're thinking that creates that biology within our bodies, which really is empowering in some degree yes. that we have control over those things. It's very interesting.
2: Yes, it's also quite challenging. It mm-hmm. is empowering. But the problem is that we go into an unconscious thought creation. And the first step also when I do, because the other thing that I really feel passionate about is the process of health coaching where you guide people into, first of all, become aware of your default thinking patterns, okay. which in our society is mostly worry, anger, fearful you know, road rage is mm-hmm. a great way of how we actually creating an intense stress reaction where we lose control often.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's very important. The first step is to become aware of how you're thinking, mm-hmm. your default thinking, and through different steps and through what I call the three P's of practice, patience, and perseverance. Adding with the one G and F, which is good natured flexibility with yourself, is gradually becoming. Into a new human being Mm -hmm. Whose default is peace and calm and joy Which is actually our natural state as human beings And when you have that sort of contact With your inner calm person Then it's as though you don't allow All the things around you To stress you out And that is a major progress If one could do that
1: Dr. Arun Something which I think plagues many of us Myself included is living in this moment. And it sounds very simple to say, but in practice and when you actually think about it too much, it seems almost difficult for humans just to live in this moment because our brains almost aren't designed that way. We're designed to see into the future, to see into the past. And I think that's why we lose sight of the present. So what advice do you have with regard to that?
2: Yes, it is a challenge for us. But um, you know what I said, the stress reaction is in the old reptilian Brain very closely The most linked,
1: primitive, brain. primitive
2: brain of all, and we allow that to dictate what we do. We've got a neocortex, or the gray matter, which is not new, means new, literally, but it has been around also for hundreds of thousands of years, but we don't use it enough. Now, if we can elicit feelings of peace and calm, it's in the prefrontal cortex right behind your forehead, And that's where our, if you want to call it our spiritual center Mm -hmm. or our spiritual brain is. Now, if we can connect our feeling brain, which is the limbic system, very close to that reptilian brain, and we can dictate that we choose to feel calm and peace, that can become our default mode. And with that, if we can stay away in the moment, as you so rightly call it, We can choose in this moment not to allow the past to project into now Mm -hmm. and not to allow what we worried about or concerned about in the future to also hijack our present moment, which is now. Mm -hmm. So it's literally techniques like deep meditation, for instance, that allows you to drop into the silence Mm -hmm. of now. Mm -hmm. And the more we can live in the now with mindfulness, the more we are able to manage our stress. And the interesting thing when we do that, we have left and right brain that work together as a whole brain. Most of our stress is the beta brain, beta rhythm of the left brain, what I call the monkey chatter brain. That's like a rat on a treadmill stuck forever and it goes on and on. It's also our ego brain that, always picks up stuff that's wrong and we must fix and do this and do. Mm -hmm. You can't because it's a very limited part of who you actually are. So if we can access the right brain through training that puts us first into alpha brain rhythm, then into theta and delta, which we normally would do as we go to bed and we fall asleep, ideally Mm -hmm. deep Mm -hmm. sleep for six to eight hours will lower our cortisol, increase our melatonin, Melatonin because that's oh melan melatonin mel, yeah mel,
1: mel, me, uh, melanin, melatonin. I'm just mentioning all the ones melatonin. I remember. From
0: Sorry, I,
2: I'm I'm just getting confused with, with the products that I don't advise people to take melatonin as a product because you interfere with your own hormones. Okay, okay. Melanin that then increases its our rest and recovery and it only does so during darkness and quiet. Mm-hmm. But if you can stay awake And relax. That's what we want to do. So it's going into alpha rhythm and then also just touching on theta, which is normally our deep dreaming or deep meditative state. If we can do that. For a few minutes every day, it brings us into the moment. We learn that we are a whole brain being, not half a brain. Mm -hmm. We've got our right mind or our right brain that we don't use enough. So we can integrate it also through um, creative activities. Anything, you don't have to be a painter or a. exhibition. Uh, artist that's going to do exhibits. It's just doing something that's for you, just completely puts you in the zone or in the moment. That's actually what it does. Mm -hmm. Do something that you really enjoy. Athletes know that place where they are in this moment and their body is just into natural rhythm. So we can all do that. It's not... It's not that difficult. It's just challenging if you stay in the left brain or the beta or the high beta waves, which is our anxiety, high tension, that's where hypertension or mm-hmm. high blood pressure also originate. is spending too much time only in the left brain.
1: Mm-hmm. What you mentioned earlier about our reptilian brain, and that is so necessary for our survival, but what I've gathered is that when that Survival and that adrenaline comes into your everyday life, that's when it's a problem. Now, you obviously deal with this type of thing daily, and in your personal life, what are your daily techniques? I know you've mentioned meditation and all of these things, but just to be a more balanced person, a more well-rounded person, uh, maybe principles that you aspire to and that you stick to.
2: Yes, well, I I do um, meditation every morning. Um, I try visualization because I've got a very hyperactive mind so I need to control the thoughts otherwise they tend to run away with me and I think most people Mm. is to do a bit of a visualization to focus your thoughts and then go into you know into more relaxing the first step start with breathing. All meditation practices start with a breathing, slowing it down, because we can control our breathing. Fortunately, it's automatic as well, because if you wake up in the morning and and you don't feel like breathing, it's not good for survival. But we can take control of it and slow it down deliberately. That's the best way. To get into that alpha rhythm Mm -hmm. Then I do stretching um, Exercises to really Get all the old cell Memories out of the cells Because that's where they get stuck and ultimately Lead to disease and then I do Specific exercises I love Yoga I love dancing Mm -hmm. so I would Vary it and I take my Food supplements religiously I take An antioxidant and then I take calcium and magnesium at night to relax nerves and muscle with all the other benefits. Mm-hmm. And then also um, a super omega. You know, omega-3 like cod liver mm-hmm. oil or Essential salmon Essential fatty acids, acids. Yes, but very specifically your omega-3s as found in the cold water fish oil. Because that's very good for the nervous system and actually the whole body. And then um, I do journaling. So I would often just write. Mm. You know, it's really a very good habit for people before they get... Wide alert in the morning Just do some free handwriting mm-hmm. In a journal right next to your bed And it's amazing the clarity And just the well, stuff that comes out It makes out. you
1: think about your thoughts Because yes. you're slowing them down When you're writing yes. it down And yes. sometimes you'll be angry And you don't know why you're angry Because yes. your thoughts are firing at such speeds and yeah.
2: Then it's really good to say I'm angry And write it down in a workplace situation But please don't write it in an email <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and accidentally <laughs> hit the send button yes. Save it in your yes. drawer. So, yeah, or it better ride. still in a word document so get the feelings there's something magical that happens between the brain and the hand when you write it mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. then you realize you're not your emotions they mm-hmm. just come and go like a baby i mean yeah. when you watch a baby then they're laughing then they're crying so that's we are also but we suppress them so it's much better to become aware of them and just get them out there. Mm-hmm. Then you feel that sense of calm and you mm-hmm. feel better. And all of us can do it any day. And it's not to say you're going to sit under the body tree and meditate forever. Mm-hmm. It's a few minutes, 10 to 20 minutes a day. And then you can still be your highly driven, you know. Mm-hmm workaholic <laughs> maybe the workaholic but with tone down a little bit that's the type A behavior and um, personality that has to tone down because they're at much higher risk for heart disease diabetes heart attack then mm-hmm. and that's also what my you know, my book is about is looking at the stress associated with metabolic syndrome then and diabetes
1: well Dr. Wren, um I know that you promised me and promised us <laughs> a, um, a little session of relaxation I want us to end off with that. So just before we get into that, won't you just tell us maybe how we can get your book? Uh, maybe your website where we can keep up with you or how we can just yes, get involved uh, with you.
2: With pleasure. My website is dot dr for doctor, doctor is ww.doctorin. But not doctor written out, just the abbreviation. D-R-R-I dot C-O dot Um, My stress solutions book and the relaxation CD is available from our online health shop, as well as our supplements and so on. And then the book, my new book um, is uh, published by Human and Rousseau. It's called Managing Diabetes and Related Health Challenges, which mostly emphasizes then metabolic syndrome and also then depression, heart disease, the cholesterol and insulin resistance that's also available via my website but it's also available at
1: all bookstores awesome that's a really interesting read and I know you said the relaxation uh, is available for mp3 download yes from your yes, website Yes. all right um, Dr. Irene let's do this where do we start maybe we could just have a minute or two of this relaxation yes. technique so people can just get a, a start on it and yes. see how to do it
2: yeah and, and to show that it's really easy um, we must just actually do it so those of you who are driving at the moment, <laughs> moment yeah, please don't. just listen <laughs> don't do it <laughs>
1: yeah you can keep the podcast and yes do it, in yeah, your own do time. it
2: later or listen to it later but for those of you who are able to relax and please i emphasize it if you are doing anything with uh, heavy machinery or where you need your left brain like you know technical work or so please listen later <laughs> but those of you can just sit down just sit upright in a chair with your feet flat on the floor and your arms relaxed in your lap and just close your eyes it's just to tune out all the external noise and visuals and just for a moment focus on your body sitting in the chair or even lying down if you prefer and take a few deep breaths breathe in hold it and sigh it out uh, breathe in through your nose, hold it and sigh it out. And then just breathe in peace and calm and sigh out all the stressful thoughts and worries and fears, just for now. Then notice your body in the chair again and take your attention to your feet, completely relax your feet. Lower legs, upper legs and buttocks, tummy and back. Relax your shoulders, maybe just rolling them very gently backwards and stretching and opening your chest. We have to open our chests if we want to breathe naturally, otherwise our bodies experience it as stress due to lack of oxygen. So simply opening your chest and then breathe deeply again and feel how your lungs and your body fill with oxygen. Relax your arms, forearms and hands. Even tighten your hands in a fist. Both of them feel stress. That's stress in a muscle. And relax. Completely relax. Make sure your back feels relaxed and your neck Back and front. And your face, the whole face, just relax all your facial muscles. We often carry a lot of stress in our jaws and of course our neck. Just relax that and your head, the top of your head. And now zoom in on your whole body and just find any areas where you might carry some stress in your body. And completely relax. And then just notice your breathing again. Is it easier? Breathe in and out. Driggle your toes and your feet. And just stretch your body. Come back to normal awareness and simply carry on with your day.
1: Dr. Arun, this has been fantastic. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm more relaxed, so thank you so (laughs) much. And we'll definitely keep up with you and get the podcast. Thank you so much. And when we come back, we are speaking about a non-invasive drug testing kit. We'll be right back.
0: This is CliffCentral.com.
1: Can you put a price on your future income? And how much will it cost you to look after your family for as long as is needed? It seems the new road accident benefit scheme has an answer. 44,000 Rand to be exact. That's the maximum amount you'll ever receive if you're involved in a road accident. Surely, our futures are worth more than that. This message was brought to you by the Law Society of the Northern Provinces. Go to truthaboutrabs.org and add your voice. Yes, welcome back to Health Hour. Jonathan Sinclair standing in for Dr. Cindy Fonsell. We just had a great session with Dr. Arin, and uh, we're all feeling more relaxed and really just focusing on being in the present moment and dealing with our stress, which is a really Big part of life nowadays, especially, but now let's move on. I'm joined in studio by Russell Hutton and I've got Belinda who's also joining me, and uh, both of them welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Good
3: morning, thanks Thank for you having morning. Us.
1: All right now this is a bit of a off topic, uh, something very strange. Um, Russell, I'll let you introduce it. Um, you're introducing a non invasive drug testing technology to South Africa. Tell us about this.
3: Okay. Uh, where where we started was actually in a commercial uh, venture, uh, a, a non-invasive drug product that was originally aimed at the uh, uh, airport security and okay. so on. Uh, but very early on in our, our lifetime with the product, we realized that, hang on a second, we've got a big problem in this country with drugs. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And if we had to package it slightly differently... Would there be a market for it? And the little bit of research that we did initially said, absolutely. And we then looked at the situation that you have in parenting, modern-day parenting. Mm -hmm. To go and falsely accuse your child is going to be a disaster. Mm -hmm. Um, You're going to ruin the trust relationship. And the moment you do that, everything goes out the window. So we looked at him. and we said, well, hang on a second. If we test the substance and not the relationship, we are then clear about our facts beforehand. So you don't go in on this whim and say, I think you're taking drugs. And the child hasn't. Mm -hmm. So you test first. And then, so uh, when you
1: say you test the substance, so you would uh, maybe test their keyboard, yeah. test their phone, and if a- you pick up traces, then yeah, you know
3: absolutely. Let's test further. Yeah, and 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 so what we have this is a worldwide patented uh, kit. Mm-hmm. There is no uh, uh, contact between you and the test substance mm-hmm. um, or the uh, contents of the test the little probe that you can see there, mm-hmm. uh, has one side has a filter, kind of a filter paper, the end has a, a sticky tip. You go into the bedroom, uh, test the child's keyboard, mm-hmm. uh, go through the drawers, whatever, swipe it on everything, put it back into the kit, snap the back, mm-hmm. and within mm-hmm. 15 seconds you'll have an answer. It does 21 different types of drugs all at the same wow, time. Hey? Okay. Um, this is a general mm-hmm. okay, because we were originally looking at various types of we 've got specific tests uh, one specifically for cocaine and crack <coughs> mm-hmm. excuse me, one specifically for heroin and so on, but the question became obvious to us is as a parent, what do you want to know is my child involved or not okay, and if the answer is yes. Do we really care what it is? Mm -hmm. We need to deal with the problem. So Mm -hmm. we backtracked and we said, get the general test that will tell us where we're going.
1: I like it. So before you know whether you do need to do a urine test or take your kid to the doctor for a blood test, you can at least have some... Evidence behind you. Belinda, I want to bring you in. Thank you for joining us. And I know this may be difficult for you to speak because you're actually, this is something you've dealt with in your family and you want to speak about your son who has battled addiction. Won't you tell us a bit about your story and your son's story?
0: Jonathan, thanks for having me here today. Um, Yes, I think there's a lot of parents out there that um, are faced with this problem and are not particularly willing to talk about the problem and willing to accept the fact that they have an addiction within their family. Um, I have only stumbled onto this specific product now at this later stage in my life. Um, My son is in his mid-20s, and I wish I had this product when he was a teenager, Mm -hmm. because then I could have made the difference, perhaps, in, in detecting it early, you know I believe firmly that there's a difference between experimental drug use and being a full blown addict mm-hmm. and yeah. when you're in when you have a child that is addicted to meth f- specifically um not only does it it changes everybody's lives within that family infrastructure mm-hmm. um, You know some of us are lucky enough to be able to get hold of our children, get them into rehab. Put the necessary steps in place to assist them um, And some of us aren't that lucky So with regards to myself and the situation that I've had And and in walking this road with him It's extremely difficult to, to put things into boxes To work from an operations point of, point of view on a daily basis and the stress that it puts on a family I don't believe that that, that People can truly understand Until it happens to them mm-hmm. You know it's not about being a bad parent mm-hmm. I don't believe that Initially I thought I was a bad parent But mm-hmm. now I don't believe I was a bad parent I just think that people need to understand That we are facing And fighting a scourge Of drugs in this country You know we get bombarded By statistics um, all the time, you know the the entire process of of we 've got the highest per capita per ca- capita use of mandrax in the world, um, we use twice the amount of marijuana. Mm. There are so many statistics out there, but we, we we should not get bogged down by statistics. We should be looking at the fact that, as parents, do we know our children? Are we mm. engaging with our children enough? Um, are we actually having debates with our kids? As a parent, are we letting the, parent, the parenting aspect, are we, are we handing that over to our educators from 8 to 2, 3 in the afternoon? Mm-hmm. Are we taking responsibility? Do we really know our, cho- our children's friends? Mm-hmm. There are so many different things that we could be looking at. Um, and what really hit it home for me when I stumbled onto this product was the fact that you can test your child without their child's knowledge Mm -hmm. and knowing is better than not knowing. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking so for let's say a drug like cocaine, if he or she takes cocaine in at their friend's house, washes their hands, has a bath, comes home, would you still be able to pick up traces does it maybe come through sweat glands and then land up on the keyboard or is it only if they have actually used that drug around say their keyboard or their phone that you would be able to pick it up with your with your kit uh
3: no you wouldn't in this in the scenario that you've just painted no you wouldn't find it Mm -hmm. uh it's very unlikely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um what is important to know is that the test is so sensitive, it requires only one nanogram, which is a billionth of a gram, of to give substance. you a result. It's scary. Um, mm. <clears throat> and so, the likelihood uh, that the whole principle is th- the substance was there somewhere. Okay. Uh, maybe it was in a pencil box, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, shirt pockets go into the crevice of the pocket, sweep it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, If it's there, the test will find it. I see. The whole principle is to not directly test the person, Mm -hmm. but to find Mm -hmm. evidence that will support your your case to go to the child and say, hey, Mm -hmm. come, let's sit down and talk. I know we've got a problem here. This tells me, Mm -hmm. and it's not wrong, and come on, how are we going to sort this out? Rather than to just go in blindly in and say yeah, I think you've done this and, mm-hmm. and you're wrong And you've done damage Whoa. And Belinda's absolutely right it, it Forewarned and forearmed okay.
1: So I would imagine Belinda uh, from your side You wouldn't just go in and test your kid You would have some suspicion mm-hmm. And as, some, as a parent who's been through this for years uh, What are those telltale signs to look out for?
0: I think it's very important that as parents today, as Russell said, modern parenting, mm-hmm. I think it's very important that we start to look at the telltale signs that are, it, and, it, and it's a whole basket of telltale signs. Okay. It's it's lack of appetite or perhaps increased appetite, mm-hmm. sleeping patterns changing. It is new different friends coming mm-hmm. around that never used to be there. It is a combination of a t- totally... Changed individual where that person is, for example, moody um, you can i sorry, you can also have a look at things that you might find within that person 's room pencil box, as um, Russell alluded mm-hmm. to. When was the last time a parent unpacked their own child's school bag and had a look right at the bottom of the school bag? It's too scary. You can't where do that. <laughs> where, <laughs> where there's always a bit of sand and, and, and this and that. And, you know, last when week was the last sandwiches. time? Lost <laughs> yeah. uh, basically, basically, you know, you've got such a big change within the mm-hmm. um, that person's persona. If you look at the individual's marks dropping at school, mm-hmm. for example, or if you. If you're looking at your child and you're paying careful attention and there's something not not right. There's something Your instincts Your you. instincts tell you, then test.
3: Yeah, that's the most peculiar thing. There's something that triggers in a parent that says something's not happening. Yes. But all too often just have no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. In fact it's why we spent a hell of a long time on the packaging to to try and give as much information and as much support as we can, and I'm very, very uh, proud to tell you that we we took uh, upon ourselves to involve Sanka in this because Mm -hmm. we asked the question so now you found drugs, now what do you do? And as a parent it's like, wow. Mm -hmm. So we said, well, the obvious place, go to Sanka and uh, so we've we've put their number and their contact details on the package Mm -hmm. so that So, that there is a next step. There is a next step. So, it's not just a case of, uh, so we found it. Now, what do we do? Mm -hmm. We provide the next logical step in it. We've also put on the packaging physical science to look for, behavioral science to look for, places to look for, uh, uh, hiding places, etc. And then all the different, you know. The drugs change names and they ha- take on new things. And in this country, in particular, one two uh, substances mm-hmm. that are very very worrying is niaope and Wunga, okay. and that's a a blend of uh, of marijuana and heroin. And mm-hmm. reports say of antiretroviral drugs, which is really bizarre. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, but the whole concept of that was to bring the price down Mm -hmm. to be able to create a new market and it's that in itself is a is a crazy concept because the two substances have two very different effects on the human body one is a hallucinogenic the other one's a central nervous depressant you can see the person goes all over the place Mm -hmm. and back to the goes straight back to the dealer and gets more
1: um, just before, uh, mm. I just want to find out a bit more about Belinda's son mm. and how they've coped with it. But I just want to check, what is the deal with alcohol? Can this test pick up alcohol? No. Or is that a… No. Okay. No, it's not an alcohol test. All right. Okay. Belinda, just coming back to you, how is your son now? And what is the span of this addiction? Uh, when did it start? I know you said he's in his mid-20s now. How are things going?
0: This addiction started when he was about 15 turning 16. Mm-hmm. Um, I was divorced at the time. He was living with me. And obviously, becoming a teenager, wanted to spend more time with his dad, which was then at that point in time and still living in the Eastern Cape. Um, he moved to the Eastern Cape to finalize his last two years of school. And the addiction turned from having the experimental marijuana joint with the buddies into mm-hmm. a full-blown drug addiction. Okay. Um, I think it, it became very open to me when he came home on holidays I started realizing that his appearances had changed mm-hmm. uh, His personality had totally changed There was a ongoing aggression there that I wasn't 100% sure But as a parent again, and this is what I'd like to make other parents aware of I did not really join the dots Mm-hmm. And I know it's going to sound ridiculous But at the end of mm-hmm. the day You always think it's, it's never going to happen to me mm-hmm. It's not going to happen to one of my kids mm-hmm. You know I, um, it's, it's not part of my household mm-hmm. It's not part of my rules You know you raise all your children in the same home environment With the same rules yeah. um, And you don't expect it to happen to you um, Eventually he matriculated um, How I don't know mm-hmm. But ended up Matriculating, went from one job to the next. Couldn't last for longer than three, four months in a work, in the workplace. Um, obviously, b- with the addiction, taking over more and more and more of his life. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, um, he went missing, oh. and there was a period of, of about three months that we couldn't find him. I, I had, people looking for him. Um, oh, his father gosh. had people looking for him. He went totally missing. In other words, he went onto the st- in, into the streets and onto the streets, and we then eventually got hold of him, um, tried to help. He disappeared again this time for a longer period, and I think that 's the most difficult part of it all is the fact that you know you have to live on a daily basis not knowing mm-hmm. you know waiting for that for for that phone call at three o 'clock in the morning um, i think it's it 's a very It's a very difficult situation to have where you don't know if that individual is alive or dead. Mm, mm, And uh, I think there's a lot of parents out there that feel perhaps they should. And if, if there's one message I'd like to bring across here today, it's I never armed myself. I never took the time to learn about what drugs are out there. I never took the time to look at the tools available. I never took the time to engage enough and create debate um, because I was running around with my career and the other siblings in the house and doing what I needed to do. And somewhere along the line, we missed this. Now, if I can say one thing to other people, to other parents out there, don't miss it. You only Mm -hmm. have one opportunity. Mm -hmm. Take the time. To test your child Mm -hmm. And this is the most amazing product In the sense that you can do it without them knowing Mm -hmm. And if you are Lucky enough If you are lucky enough You can then go And you can take step two and step three And put that child into a Program that you don't have to End up with a 25 year old Adult Mm -hmm. that is a full blown meth addict Mm -hmm. Because the recovery process Going back from that Mm -hmm. Is a lot longer and a lot harder Mm-hmm. So educate yourself As a parent by all means
1: Thank you no, the, For being so open about your story And your son's story I think you Thank really you. do help people Because I don't think we realize Just how many people deal with this And I think a lot of people say It's not going to happen to me I think there's a lot of shame involved Not my yeah. son, yes. not my daughter Denial
3: mm-hmm. Denial I, I, I do want to say this right now Belinda's an incredibly brave woman mm-hmm. To put this on the table mm-hmm. Because Far too many parents, as Belinda's point out, believe, oh, it never happened to me. Yeah. Not no, not my child." And it it's there. And if you if if only people would realise that drug uh, traffickers actively target schools. Mm-hmm. They are everywhere. It's a scourge. No one is immune. Drugs do not distinguish. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. Not yeah. between race.
0: No. Not between age. It doesn't.
3: Mm-hmm. And don't be fooled into believing, Ah, oh, well, I took it once, it's fine. It's not. Do mm-hmm. you start that process? Mm-hmm. 99.9% of the time, it's going to end badly. Mm-hmm. And it's just not worth it. And as Belinda pointed out as well, be in touch with your kids in their daily lives. What mm-hmm. they're doing, uh, be up to date. And be up to date with what's happening around you.
1: Be a present be-
3: parent. Yeah, yeah. Sure. All right,
1: so if, uh, like we say, I think the best thing about your product is that it does, without creating that conflict, you're able to see if your suspicions have any validation. Absolutely. So for a parent or loved one who's wanting to get something like mm-hmm. this, how do they get hold of it, Russell?
3: Okay, uh, we're very, very grateful to Clicks. Uh, we're the first people to step up and say, we'll list your product. Mm-hmm. We are in around 122 click stores at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, nationally. Nationally. Yeah. Um, we will in the new year be in Checkers Medirite mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have uh, some independent pharmacy distributors who, who are taking it out. Just ask for it.
1: Uh, what is um, the name exactly? It's
3: identity, Touch and Know. Identity, touch, and no. Yeah.
1: Okay. And where would you find it? On the shelves, or do you go ask the, uh, by the <coughs> prescription?
3: Yeah, it's in the diagnostic section. Okay. So, where you'll find all the other kinds of tests, tests. that there are. Here. Okay. Okay, very interesting. Guys, um, thank you. We're out
1: of time, um, but I do want to thank you both for this amazing technology that's been brought to South Africa. Uh, Belinda, for you, for sharing your story. Um, Thank you. Yeah, uh, and also one more thing. Is there a website we can follow you on?
3: Presently, yes. If you go to, and it sounds a bit crazy, you go to Vukani MC, which is Uh V-U-K-A-N-I-M-C. There's a page specifically about the product. It also has a list of all the stores where it's available. Alright. Um, and thank you very much for, for giving us the opportunity. No, I thank think you. It's a fantastic very much.
1: product and I really hope and know that it's going to help a lot of families. So thank you so much. I hope so. Alright, so that's it for this edition of the Health Hour. I'll be back with you next week while we give Dr. Cindy a bit of a break. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us.
3: This is CliffCentral.com.